0: And so get it. press that bad button. Are we ready to start? Five, four, three, two,
1: one, begin! Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep.
0: Wake up! On a shucky ducky kind of day. I put on my underwear. Well, I was on the phone cooking me and my baby some breakfast. I'm fing up and ready and running. Hello, friend. whoa. <laughs> we well, 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 do it a lot! Do it live! Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Hey, Jack and Joe, it's great to be on the Voice of the West. How do we allow them to have radio? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Why are you here today? I
1: don't watch the news. This is
0: Democracy Manifest. What do you want? (laughs) When do you want it? What the hell is this supposed to be? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response.
1: <laughs> I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now he is Armstrong and Getty) Studio C, a dimly lit room deep down within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound on a uh, Thursday. Is it little Friday already? Yes, indeed. You can already smell the weekend from here. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Nothing really jumps out. I don't know. I thought about sausage making, you know, a reference to the, the legislation and the Obamacare and rest of it, but nothing really jumps out. What are those people beating each other over the head for? Politics again? Um, hmm. Watching the news. used to be we could talk about these things. General manager. I got spring fever. That's a headline in my life, I'll tell you. I'm excited about the spring coming after a long, rainy winter being locked indoors. Well, Can't you're a wait. farming man, so the seasons mean a lot to you. Your, your rhythms. <laughs> yes. What Are you going to plant pot again this year? Or what? It's mostly the rhythms of my kids getting outside and playing versus the rhythms of my kids being locked in the house and driving us crazy. <laughs> Fighting constantly. A lot of skateboarding lately. Lots of skateboarding. Getting my kids into the dope culture. Nice. They don't know it, but that's where they're headed probably. <laughs> parenting. What county do you live in, I'm calling. Yeah. I'm telling you, some of those skateboarders I see at the park, I think they eat the marijuanas. (laughs) Edibles. I think they do. Oh, my. I think they're injecting marijuanas before they come out and skateboard. Uh, The president instructed us several months ago to study study the world. Study the world. Study the world. Study the world. Yeah, there's a lot in the world to study. Yeah, we got troops in Syria. I mean, yep. what's going on there? We got stuff to talk about. But we'll introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator Michael Angelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good.
0: I'm like you, Jack. I have spring fever. I'm out um, doing work for my parents' yard. You know, from with all this rain, there was like just tons of weeds and Trees are oh, yeah. overgrown. And Weeds
1: and mosquitoes are going to yes. be insane on the west coast this year. Yeah, I was attacked yesterday by mosquitoes. Oh, already going to be wild. But Blood I'm really sucking bastidges.
0: I'm really enjoying this outdoor project. I'm uh, trimming. You know, I got an electric trimmer and I'm doing bushes and stuff like that. And just afterwards, you have the sense of satisfaction when they're all done. And you look back after it's all done and cleaned yeah. up, and you go, Yay, I did that." You know? I know,
1: it's it's weird. The um, the just deep in our DNA. These sorts of things, I particularly for men, but just the satisfaction you get from it—it's got to be something going back thousands of years to caveman days. Bush trimming, in particular, or just just getting a job done. I don't know. I don't so know, mowing a lawn. I've always loved mowing lawns. Something about your you know, making your habitat more habitable, or something. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Tidied up the cave.
0: I know. I find it a great <laughs> escape. You know, from mm. indoor work, just to go out there, and it's just great. Mm. I like it.
1: It's meditative there you go that's what it is there's a uh, positive sean whose smile lights up the room still rocking the beard how are you sean doing very well i am a little bit behind schedule today as i i had to do the double back home today i i swore i forgot to lock the door uh, it was one of just those nagging things like man did i do it? i'm pretty sure i i i 99 i always do it of course i did it but it just would not leave and i couldn't focus on anything so i said all right i don't live too far away let me run back and then go double check. And of course, I locked the door. I don't uh, know why I thought I did beginnings it. Beginnings of a horrifying and debilitating obsessive compulsive disorder. You, can't,
0: you, you, were, you were here at work? Yeah. You went all the way back. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If, if you do that again, and uh, and then again and again. We worked with a guy who had it really, yeah. really bad, yeah. and it was pretty interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he, could barely, he could
1: barely get to work. Sometimes he'd have to circle around for, for like many, 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 many times before the lights were the right number of times it blinked or whatever. Well, yeah. Was going on. Actually, yeah, his name's Jeff Bell, and he wrote a really good book about it. So, you know, Google it, Amazon it, whatever, If you if you have OCD or you want to learn more about it. It's really good, really interesting. Since you brought up his name, I remember when I was coming out of the bathroom one time, and he said, that was awful fast. Are you sure you washed your hands? And I thought, why are you asking me that? <laughs> right. I didn't know he had debilitating obsessive compulsive. Yeah, he'd wash them till yeah. they bled. But oh. you don't wash your hands, right, Jack? No, I don't. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, so what was your answer? The, I said yes, because people frown upon it. Right. Liar! <laughs> <Wow. Wow. laughs> there's Disgusting. Vincent. People also frown at lying.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you.
1: There's our senior executive producer, who happens to be this nation's most prominent
0: Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? I would like to address the Twitter backlash on me adding a Rooney <laughs> to words. Uh, are you people against happiness? Mm. You add a Rooney to to the end of a word, it's instant fun, okay? (laughs) It's like, oh, my dog died, man. Or, my dog died a Rooney. It's not so bad. So, uh, to the people who don't like uh, my a Rooney, go to hell, a Rooney. (laughs) That is fun. It's not as fun
1: as that beanie
0: you're wearing, though, Waldo. That's fantastic. Wow.
1: There is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I'm very good. I have a life saving tip for everyone that I want to put forward right now. Sunday morning, 2 a.m., daylight saving time returns. You spring forward. Dangerous time. Research shows people who lose one to two hours of sleep have an increased risk of getting into a car accident or having a heart attack. So, to protect yourself, now I was mocked when I brought this up earlier in the week. To protect yourself, you do what I do you set your alarm clock ahead. 20 minutes every night, starting tonight through Saturday night. Now, this is not just my crackpot theory.
1: It is science. How do you travel anywhere if one hour of change is enough to give you a heart attack? How do you go anywhere? I would think one time zone, uh, heart attack and died. Well, <laughs> the risk is... the risk is. So he woke how- up in Denver, it was 8 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock, he died right <laughs> there on the spot. He walked he right into the open elevator <laughs> shaft. He's <laughs> just using...
0: The risk is high enough to have attracted the attention of Dr. Charles Bay with the Cleveland Clinic.
1: One approach is to go to bed earlier and wake up by 15 minutes, uh, one day at a time. So by the time Sunday comes around, you really won't realize the impact of losing one hour. Well, wow. we are a hearty society. <laughs> wow! Come on in, China. I'm not sure we're ready to take Come on this Come on in. We're on our knees weeping <laughs> because we got to get up, up an hour early. <laughs> wow. Hilarious. <laughs> they did long descriptions of how to deal with getting up an hour early. <laughs> you, wow. could, you could also go to bed earlier. There's yes. that option. Yes. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is How Did It Already Get To Be? Thursday, March 9th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's go. Let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, man, here we go at Mark.
0: Countries all over the world that don't have equal rights, uh, and that women are fighting for their safety, for reproductive rights. So it's certainly not just a Trump issue.
1: So what was the, what was the rap at the beginning? What was the chant? Do you know what the chant was? Some sort of woman's day chant.
0: not Trump for the women of the world, for the women of the world, not Trump. Okay, gotcha. Fine.
1: (laughs) So I heard a a woman on NPR and the reason this was extra funny is she didn't sound particularly old and you'd have to be pretty old to stand up in front of a crowd and say this. She said, my guidance counselor told me I shouldn't go to college. I should focus on home ec. But I went to college and now I have a degree in something or other. (laughs) Unless you're 100, I don't believe you. (laughs) Well, I don't believe you. You sound like you're about 35. I don't think that uh, your guidance counselor in the '90s told a woman she shouldn't go to college; she should focus on homec. I just don't believe you looking around at universities today. Well, is it possible that she's just really stupid, <laughs> and her guidance counselor thought this knothead is isn't going to make D's in college? Oh, give me a learn break. To cook. Women, you won. You won that battle. That whole women can be anything, you won. It's over. You won. Wave the flag. Take the medal. You won. You're more of everything than anybody else. Well, we're, we're protesting against a very small group of people, a minority, I'd say, of women. And it's mostly just super progressive women who hate Donald Trump. That we're marching for something or other. But this I whole, mean the whole reproductive rights for women in, the, in Saudi Arabia, I got no problem with that. No, that's, a, that's not a problem. But the women can be doctors. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Everybody agrees. I got one. <laughs>
0: yes. Nobody's fighting that. It's over. Right. What are your other headlines, Marshall? Well, I got a marathon move in Congress to repeal and replace Obamacare. Rand Paul speaking out against the move. We'll share that clip with you in a couple of minutes. Closing in on the latest WikiLeaker. We got the latest on that. And how attracted you are to the person you're dining out with affects what you eat. Coming mm. up, 635, Armstrong and Getty. Fascinating.
1: I might as well get drunk and eat a lot because I ain't going <laughs> to stay with this one. <laughs> hey, uh, but getting back to our previous discussion of the women and the shouting and the rest of it, it is so fashionable now in America to act as though you're under threat, you're beleaguered. And then you bond with people because you're under threat. And if there isn't a threat, you make one up. It's just the way people swing these days. I find it annoying and pathetic, but it's popular. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. Involves dead people. Uh, okay. They didn't write. Okay. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a dark, fatalistic mailbag. It'll make you question everything you believe. We gotta come up with a better definition of fake news, and what that means before we start combating it. The story of the guy who got crushed by his porn collection—yes—is that fake news that needs to be dealt with? I say no. Well, I, I have a number of questions about your very premise, okay, and the the, the term "dealt with." Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Looking at the front page of the USA Today here on the Armstrong and Getty Show, airstrikes pound ISIS with new intensity. I didn't even know this was happening. But Trump's been bombing the hell out of ISIS since he took office, way up over the previous president for good or bad, whether you think it's a good idea or a bad idea. I don't know either. And we have Marines, by the way, Uh, not just like super secret uh, hit and run special forces, but regular Marines now on the ground assisting with the battle for Mosul. And nobody's paying attention. Mm. That's weird. We, like, doubled the amount of bombing we're doing. And, yeah, it's gotten no attention. You'd think if you were at war against an adversary, spending a ton of money, and, you know, there's some risk to any time you're doing this sort of thing, you'd get more attention. We're kind of, sort of at war, kind of. The guys who are there are sure as hell at war. But as a country, not so much. Yeah, if you were involved in the... Dropping of 7,494 bombs during the first nine weeks of the Trump administration, you'd feel like you were at war. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mailbag. Hey. If you want to get in touch, just email us, Armstrong and Getty at Yahoo.com. Troll away, trolls. Don't bother me. Justin writes from beautiful Battleground, Washington. There's a house I want to buy in Battleground, Washington. I don't think I will, but I want to very much. It's a very nice house. It's right on the river. I'd sit there, I'd look at the water go by, and let my near-constant anger at the world boil down a little bit, simmer down. <laughs> I think it'd be good for everybody. Anyway, just heard the story uh, about the bacon and the eating the bacon, and what was Marshall telling us? That if you eat bacon and sugar, you'll die? The way I see it, I can eat the stuff that tastes good and die of a massive heart attack or not eat it and die from cancer. Yeah, the thought of living longer is nice, but if kale is the way I have to do it, bring on death. Wow. wow. Give me kale or give me death. I read an article the other day, and I've, I've come across enough of these in the last couple of years. It, it seems to clearly be true. The whole uh, workout thing, which is fine and good and you know, it's good for you, Mm-hmm. But the real key is what you put in you, the eating part of it. Mm, there's a lot to that that, yeah. that. that that's that's the end you got to work on. Mm. Yeah, it's it's actually in many ways easier to get a gym membership and go to the gym every day than to start eating <sighs> non yummy food. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's the thing. Yummy is is a lie. Yummy is uh, yep. is not natural. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I've never had mastodon meat or anything like that. It's probably pretty decent over a, a crackling bonfire at a cave entrance. Um, but uh, virtually everything we eat in the modern world is, is, is yummy in a way that human beings were not designed to take in. And, you know, I'm living proof of that. But <laughs> anyway, moving along. Yeah, yummy is a lie. That's a good one right there. That's uh, a good slogan. You should write a book. Here's a note. Because you don't need content. Hey, can I have somebody else write it and just put my hey, name on it? Yeah, I need the content. Like, go write you, it. like you just need a title. Right. Okay. And then you get all the cable news shows. Here's the author of "Yummy Is a Lie," Joe Getty. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> here's a note from uh, our listener with the best nickname, Tony, the caustic Mormon. Tony the Caustic Mormon writes, hello, fellas. Yesterday, you mentioned that the AMA leans left. I'd say that's an understatement. They are filthy, good-for-nothing, nose-pierced commie sympathizers who yearn to caress Bernie Sanders' grundle. That is very caustic, Tony. I don't care if the um, AMA leans left. It's How many doctors do they represent? That's what I would like to know. This is where we get misled a lot in the news. And I've, oh, been, sure. I've been misled throughout my life, and there are a number of examples. but..." Like for years, before I really got into following the news, I'd hear the AARP, okay, this is what old people think. Mm-hmm. That's not what old people think at all. The AARP is a left-leaning organization of old people. Old people tend to be conservative. Right. So it doesn't represent it. Doesn't represent the majority opinion by far. Another example that, that the media gets fooled by all the time is any time they quote, the Catholic League thinks this. Right. Tiny percentage of Catholics are in the Catholic League. Right. I mean, that's a tiny percentage, practically not even worth mentioning. Catholic League does not have the designated hitter, correct? Right, right. 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 The pitcher hits. Um. Uh, so the AMA, how many doctors does the AMA rec- represent? Because I heard this story a lot in the last 24 hours. Doctors don't like the Obamacare plan. Is that true or not? I don't know. Well, and uh, back to the AMA and how left they are. On their Facebook page, they shared a video of uh, med students, many of have uh, have hijabs, talking to Donald Trump saying they're against his ban on immigration. That's a quote a ban on immigration, and his Muslim registry, which doesn't exist. Not only are they dirty commies, but they're simpletons. I just got accepted to medical school, but I don't know if I can become compatriots with the AMA. This is my jihad. Signed, Tony the Caustic Mormon. So that's the question. I'd like to know how many doctors agree with the AMA's opinion. The immigration ban, please.
0: If um, most, if
1: most, I just want to know. If most doctors have looked at this and thought, no, nah, this is going to be bad, I'd like to know that. Yes. Although, it's like the teachers' unions do not represent children. They represent the best financial interests and other interests of the teachers. They're always claiming to to represent the best interests of the children, but that's a lie. Um, And the doctors or the AMA are representing their best interests, not mine. Now, I would be interested, if they hate it, to know why Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But just because doctors don't like it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad for me. Well, if if it matters some. I think it's slightly different than the teacher thing. It, <laughs> if a lot of doctors are deciding, you know what, I'm getting out of medicine or I'm not. You know, oh, yeah, I mean, sure. Like I said, I'd like to know why they don't like it. If it's no longer a way to make a living, that's going to be a problem. Uh, David writing on the topic of the day without gays. I remember that day without gay people, uh, Jack was talking about. I happen to be sick that day. Now the whole office thinks I'm gay. Well, I heard you're gay, David. I'm just telling you that's what I heard. Let's see. Uh, gentlemen, you have a thoroughly entertaining show. Uh, Thoroughly entertaining? Yes. Ah, There are segments that aren't entertaining. I'm a little more conservative than both of you, but I tend to align well with Joe's medieval tendencies. So, (laughs) yes, if they catch the rat bastard who released this Vault 7 stuff, he should be lined up and shot as a warning to others who dare to mess with our national security. Don't we have to get serious about that at some point? Uh, Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, (sighs) the opportunity uh, quotient for espionage has just grown so much because of technology. I mean, granted, they have like your micro cameras and stuff like that. This, little, But you get caught with a like a microscopic camera that takes uh, whatever. I can't remember the term for that back in the day. But uh, if you got caught with that as a CIA guy, you're going to be clapped in irons. These days, you, you, you can smuggle out millions of pages in something that's smaller than a cigarette lighter. Um, or, or just... Just find a way to transmit it um so yeah it's uh, therefore i think we're gonna have to find a way to counteract the ease of committing that heinous crime and that will be uh, kangaroo courts uh, summary trials and uh, firing squads in my america let's see uh let's see he said he really enjoyed our banter about a lion eating some guy's wife I have only a vague memory of that. I remember it being funny, but I don't remember what it was said. Oh, what was that story? Remember that story? But the lion ate that dude's wife. <laughs> and then wow, he, that was something. He, he signs off with KWIITDM. Keep whacking it in the driveway, Marv. The funniest bit you ever did. It was a guy who was... He got busted for the second time for masturbating in his driveway. In his own driveway, and the question was, can you do that or not? It's my damn driveway. Well, you can, but should you? That's (laughs) really the operative question. No, you probably shouldn't. So Jack yesterday was wearing a jacket that he left the tags on because he was considering returning it. Wore it to work with the tags on. Unbelievable. (laughs) Listen to this. A jacket, not socks, not underwear, (laughs) not a shirt up against my skin. A jacket. Tag boy. The jacket doesn't have any pockets. That's one of the holdbacks. My wife used to work at Emporium before they went belly up. Clothing store, obviously. She told me of a lady who sued the company and settled out of court because she bought a dress and caught a skin disease after purchasing the new dress. Her doctor could not understand how she could catch a skin disease, which you only find on deceased people. You only get it from dealing with corpses. Oh, wow. After some investigation by Emporium, turns out the dress this lady purchased was a return that the sales girl put back on the floor after it was returned without sending it out for cleaning. The original person who bought the dress uh, only bought it for her mother to wear for her own funeral and afterwards bought it, brought it back for a refund. You, you, now you know why you want to wash new clothes when you bring them home. You, <laughs> wow. wow. That is a wow. Wow. Hey, mom would look good in that dress. and You slap that. You have the funeral director slap that thing on mom. You can't do that. And then you take it back off her, bring it to the store. Oh. That's thrifty. Wow. That's like a hint from Eloise. That's like a <laughs> smart consumer thing. <laughs> mom doesn't care. She doesn't need it.
0: How much money did she get?
1: Rare skin disease only seen on dead people. Nasty. Yeah, I'd say. Dead man's pants. Marshall's news is coming up. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. In beds. <laughs> I mean, does it look like a slave ship? Uh, it looks like a swall. It looks, in what sense does a regular plane not look like a slave ship? (laughs) We're all crowded in there and miserable. I just, I'm like, you know, stacked in bunks. Like, no, you're not stacked. Like, you lay lay down down a submarine. God, I can fly anywhere in the world. I don't care how long the flight is. If I got a bathroom and can lay down flat, just let me know when we're there. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, More about that later. It's getting affordable. Now the news with Marshall Phillips. Well, they're
0: still going at it on Capitol Hill. The House Energy and Commerce Committee still debating the GOP plan to replace Obamacare. Uh, Other uh, committees have wrapped up their marathon sessions early this morning, voting to abolish the tax penalty Obama's health plan imposes on people who don't purchase insurance. They are going through the bill line by line and debating it line by line. Yeah, you know, speaking of wake me when you get there, make the sausage, fry it up,
1: yep. and then serve it to me, and I'll tell you if it tastes good. I don't need to follow the uh, the moment by moment on this. One of the most interesting things to me is several of my favorite small government commentators have said the Obama people won the argument on this. Uh, uh, Health care has moved way down the field toward mm. you know the socialist side. Uh, Republicans just need to understand that. And get on board. Some of my favorite, you know, small government thinkers have said mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and some some people are not willing to give up the fight. They want the idea of health care as a, a right or an entitlement to be rolled back. It's hard to do. I mean, it's, it's just never human gonna nature. Happen. If you were to announce that you were going to give out, like, free ball bearings to everybody in, in, in your state, say, or in the country... You got no interest in ball bearings. You don't need ball bearings. You don't care. You'd never thought of it once in your life. But if then, six months later, they say, nah, we're not going to give you ball bearings anymore, people would march in the streets. (laughs) How can they take away our ball bearings? It's just human nature. I don't know if I agree with that particular (laughs) example. Well, I see what you're getting at. How about something you really want? Uh. If I take the kids on vacation somewhere fantastic, we go to Hawaii every year, and then all of a sudden we don't. (laughs) Right. It's a huge blow. I could make the argument that, look, this was fantastic. It was unsustainable. Right, no matter how right. illogical, unsustainable. Nobody or goes unwise. to nobody right. goes to Hawaii every year. Doesn't matter. They're it was a, a mistake, place. kids. We can't do it. Right. Right.
0: Well, Democrats solidly against the new uh, measure, but opposition from fellow Republicans causing a lot of concern. Conservatives say the tax credits of the bill amount to a new entitlement, something Senator Rand Paul insists we just cannot afford. We can't pay for the current Medicare. It's $35 trillion in the hole. The current Medicaid is is unfunded, and then we're going to add new entitlement programs to that. If you really want to have Medicaid for everyone in all these states... You should be honest with the people, and you should double or triple the state income tax and double or triple the the sales tax. Now, I'm not for that, but that's what it would take if you were honest. Instead, we say, oh, federal government's going to pay for it. Federal government has no money. We borrow a million dollars a minute, so it's just dishonest accounting. It's
1: absolutely true. (laughs) It's got to be frustrating to be him. Or people like him and look around and see, how come nobody else cares about this? Right. Around, None of you people care. Republicans or Democrats. Nobody but me cares. Within a decade or two, the uh, the uh, entitlements and interest on the debt are going to be something like 83% of right. the federal budget. Right, And we are borrowing ourselves into oblivion. We have no money. So if my <laughs> wife says to the kids, we're going to go to Hawaii again this year, and I say, but we can't afford it. We're already, we haven't paid off last trip to Hawaii yet. Right. right. We do this one more time and we're not going to be able to live in our house anymore. The kids are still going to side with mom. Right. Who's saying, let's go to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. The, the federal government is Santa Claus to most Americans. And and by the way, the problem with the tax credits is that they're refundable tax credits, which is, you know, never mind cloning a mammoth or, or, or Jesus or whatever. We should have, we got to clone George Orwell because <laughs> refundable tax credit. You know what that means? That means if you don't pay any tax, we'll give you the money. You can't have a tax credit if you pay no tax, so we'll just write you a check for several thousand dollars to go buy health insurance. That's a refundable tax credit. It's a freaking gift.
0: The FBI trying to find out who's responsible for the security breach that wound up on WikiLeaks. A website posting, as we have told you, thousands of documents exposing what it says is an arsenal of hacking tools the CIA uses to spy on espionage targets. Now, Reuters is reporting that Intel officials have been aware of the security breach since late last year, and they are pretty sure it was a contractor who was involved.
1: I heard somebody say yesterday... How about uh, extreme vetting for people that we hire to work in the right. defense industry or have our secrets? Can we do some extreme vetting of these people to make sure we
0: don't end up with people that are going to walk out the door with all this info? At his presser, White House spokesman Sean Spicer was asked. When it came to the campaign and Hillary Clinton, the president said, Well, I love WikiLeaks. Does he still feel that way today? There is a big difference between disclosing podesta john podesta's gmail accounts about a back and forth and his undermining of uh, of hillary clinton and his thoughts on her on a personal nature and the leaking of classified information there is a massive massive difference between those two things that's pretty good that's pretty yep. true there's no doubt about that i mean you know, we, it's
1: a fair question
0: right. and a oh, yeah. solid answer huh? oh yeah
1: oh yeah because uh, we would have never known about the uh, the pizza right. uh, the pizza hut slavering or whatever that was <laughs> About well, that.
0: One final quick note: Tonight Show host Jimmy Fallon being pushed to be more political on his show following the fifth straight week of losing in the ratings to The Late Show with Stephen Colbert.
1: Yeah, I read that. Uh, the, the, it's a little unfair in that uh, the way this is being portrayed, because and you have to kind of be in the business to understand this—the business that we're in. But Fallon is still winning eighteen to forty-nine, and that's the—that's the demo they care about. Um, you you can, for instance, in the radio business, you can have great ratings among all people, but it's everybody's over 60, and the advertisers right. don't care that much. Right. While somebody else is getting the 25 to 54, which is what we're hired to get. Um, so Fallon's still getting the demo. He's still number one in the demo where all the TV money is made. Well, not only that, but it could be argued that uh, chasing a trend is a mistake for Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show. Right. Uh, better, better. Keep it steady. Keep it even-handed. Keep it pleasant, likable. Well, how, how about his move toward not being as funny, though? I want. Has, any, <laughs> has anybody taken that into account? Maybe it's not just the politics end of it. Maybe it's the taking advice from Jay Leno to not be very funny. Well, that's not the advice. It's a. Make it a very common personage. But maybe it's Dumb not Dumb it down. Maybe it's not working. Yeah, the shine has worn off. Right. People realize you're just playing tiddlywinks with celebrities. You're not actually <laughs> doing <laughs> interviews. These are clever drinking games that you're bringing to late-night television. But, you know, maybe tell some more jokes. Ask some more questions.
0: hmm that's right. I don't, I don't watch it, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm neither. completely in the dark on this. I love Sean's hatred for Jimmy Fallon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sean really hates Jimmy Fallon for some reason. He could
0: never not laugh during a sketch uh, on SNL. That's true. <laughs> All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm a strong again.
1: Show the voice of the West. you've
0: hated him for twenty years. Oh, oh yeah. Sketch
1: discipline is your issue. <laughs> okay. oh, that's one of them. Uh, so boy. it's become impossible now to parody the social justice warriors. They have become so ridiculous you can't exaggerate what they do. We'll have some uh, evidence to that end in a few minutes. Anybody flown on one of those lay down planes where you lay down on the bed? Is it just? Is it like it's seats that lay back or? Well, the seat lays down flat. so yeah, It's okay. like a bed. It's like an R. Like the the seat in an RV hmm. turned into a bed. 295 hmm. uh, KFTC is our text line. Four one five two nine five KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show down to 53 times a year now we have sex the internet instead of each other right i mean that's got to be the reason right Uh, the study found out that single people have sex about half as often as those who are in relationships but they enjoy it twice as much as those who are so it balances i find that really interesting and i don't think they know what the answer is i suppose it could be a bunch of different things i think there's something going on societal with our basic uh, instincts to, pro- yes. to procreate just yes. going away I like, think well yeah like they have in Japan and some other countries yeah I think that's clearly true plus I just think there are hormones in the water and the food oh, and all sorts of that's stuff right. you're big We're on the ourselves you're big on the hormones in the water sure. how many sets of genitals do you have just the one God, wait a week I got a handful right <laughs> Right. Well, more than that's a waste. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, if you ignore hermaphroditic frogs, you do so at your own risk. There, the, the frog is the canary in the coal mine. Uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So the frog is a canary. Okay. Yes, trying to stay you here. Yes, it is it's clearly. Um, a couple of uh, texts. Our interest on our debt will be our greatest expense by the end of the year. I don't know if that's true, but it's going to be true at some point. So. I don't think that's true. It, it, it is enormous, though. It is enormous. And anybody who's ever gotten into debt problems understands what it's like to have a huge chunk of your income have to go to servicing debt. You can't do the things you want to or should do. I don't want to. It's don't, a terrible I, I, situation to get into. I don't want to rant and rave about this because it just, you know, I don't know. You know the federal reserve you sound like an angry old white man (laughs) even though it's just so damn true i think it's amazing that we look around at cities that have gone bankrupt and feel like that that couldn't happen on a larger scale like with a state or a country sure who are doing exactly the same thing in the same way (laughs) Um, well when it happens i'll 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 chortle in a self-satisfied way and Hope they don't come after my savings because that's already been floated multiple times. Nancy Pelosi talks about people with excess savings being taxed. I'm a board-certified dermatologist, and I've never heard of a rare skin disease only seen on dead people. Oh. <laughs> and he gives his name and phone number. Yeah, which not- which board are you certified by? I don't recognize your board. Uh, I don't know if I buy into this whole rare skin disease only said, seen on dead people either. I I think <laughs> it was poorly phrased. <laughs> I th- you can certainly get a disease from the dead. Uh, we were, t- we we're talking about this yesterday I brought up, I brought up the 2020 presidential election just because I, they've got to be thinking about it the Democratic Party's got to be thinking who do you run against Trump Sure and I think a lot of a lot of people are thinking you got to put a celebrity up against him and people are throwing <laughs> around Oprah right. I think an Oprah Trump race is coming our way and it's gonna be h- horrifying for America that that's where we are and really interesting but uh, yeah and hilarious <laughs> Wow yeah no kidding and uh, jetBlue oh, which has something called their mint cabin. Well, look at this part of their mint cabinet. It looks like a little workstation where you sit. It's pretty expensive, but look at that. Oh yeah, yeah. That that looks like you know first class international flight. Super seating. super nice. Um, like you got a computer terminal, and uh, it's, it's like it's like a really nice cubicle for doing work and everything as you mm-hmm. travel around. And then also this uh this thing where you lay down flat on the seats. Well, it's it's there. It's getting cheaper on a, a number of airlines, including JetBlue, like half of what it used to be. And uh, and they think it might be heading toward that's the way we fly for a lot of us. Well, it's just long long trips. It doesn't make sh- sense for short okay. trips. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Because obviously you take up a hell of a lot more space when you're lying prone than they when do, you're sitting up. They do some things with the aisles and stuff like that to jam more people in there. Yeah. I've seen some pictures. And they have like a, a level above, right, in the middle or something? I'm sure there are a number of different ways to approach it. It's definitely more expensive. I'd pay a fair amount more to be able to lay down and sleep if I'm going a long way. That'd be damned awesome. But the prices have cut in half. From no way I would afford that to, eh, I might spend that much money. So we'll see where it goes. Did I talk on the air about how I grew to loathe the guy I flew next to the you last didn't? time I flew? We got we landed uh we landed on a business trip and Joe, Joe was standing there and said, I've never hated anybody on earth as much as the guy I sat next to. And I thought, well, this has got to be a good story. I seriously was muttering I hate you so much <laughs> for, to, out loud. For the last half hour of the flight. This guy was in constant motion. Oh, he awesome. never sat still. And he brushed against my arm or rib cage no less than 100 times. It was constant contact. I hate you. God, I hate you so much. I was <laughs> trying to grab a little nap. Oh, that's hilarious. You're gonna tell us about social justice oh, warriors. Oh yeah, you can't even write parody anymore. It's just become so ridiculous. It's it's impossible to exaggerate. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Plus.